You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. We've got a good episode for you today and another podcast coming in a couple hours that I know you are going to be interested in. It is a conversation with Beth, one of the two women involved in Aaron Clancy's life, the one that he completely discredited when he went on the Almost Famous podcast yesterday. So we're going to talk to her, and you're going to hear her side along with proof that I'm going to show things that she says in the conversation. She backs up with pictures and screenshots of messages that I will include on the website. Obviously, I can't include any sort of visuals when you're listening to a podcast, so you'll have to go to realitysteve.com just to see those and to line them up with the stories that she tells you in the podcast that you'll hear. But that's this podcast is going to talk about the topics that we go over and kind of prep you for what you're going to hear when that top, when that podcast comes out in a couple hours. Also going to talk to you a little bit about uh, F-Boy Island. There might be hope for it. And a thank you for the amazing race messages and two wacky, wacky NFL games in the last four days that we'll go over. We'll get to that momentarily. As you know, we have a new title sponsor for the month of December on the Reality Steve podcast. It is Earth Echo Foods. Guys, I've seen the numbers. You're buying this stuff. I really appreciate it. Let's keep it going. This stuff, the Cacao Bliss Superfood Blend, you put into your coffee, you put it into your smoothies. You got to absolutely love it because you're going to say goodbye to the processed chocolates forever. So when you try this, you get incredible health benefits of chocolate, and you don't have to worry about the side effects, any added sugars, any artificial ingredients, none of that. Earth Echo is going to offer you guys up to 15% off your order for you guys. Go to shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve and use the promo code realitysteve. That's going to get you 15% off your order. Shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve and use the promo code Reality Steve during checkout. Again, if you can't remember the URL link, it is in the episode description wherever you listen to your podcast. Just click on where it says Earth Echo Foods. It brings you right to the landing page. And be sure to use the promo code Reality Steve when you check out. So let's get going and talk about things that you're going to hear in today's podcast with Beth. And I think one thing you got to remember is this it's very easy for me to come on and say, hey, everyone, Aaron Clancy's a liar. I can't believe all the lies he told on the Almost Famous podcast. That's ridiculous. And then your response to me would be like, well, what did he lie about, Steve? And I'll say, well, he lied about this, 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 and this. And then your response to me could easily be, well, how do we know? Just because you're telling us, Steve? And I'm like, exactly my point why I'm having Beth on. Because we are going to dissect the things that he said on the podcast. She's going to give you stories as to why those were lies. And some of them, she even has proof of it. She doesn't have it of everything. Because unfortunately, (laughs) Beth is one of these people that has her text delete 30 days after uh, they appear on her phone. I told her she needs to stop that. I mean, for future reference, I I have not deleted a, a, a text message conversation with anybody in since I got my latest, uh, since I've gotten an iPhone, which I believe was in, gosh, I, I think I have text going back to 2014 or 2015 on my phone. It's almost eight years. If you scroll down to the very bottom. So that's what I mean. I mean, y- you got to understand this guy by going on the almost famous podcast yesterday called out my reporting. 
basically called it shoddy reporting. He used some other language and used some other words that I did not appreciate because he's calling my integrity and the reporting that I did into question. So, of course, I'm going to put not only am I going to respond to it, I'm going to respond to it with some action and put Beth on it and put Beth on the podcast. Because remember, when I first reported this story, it was on November 10th. And the only person I knew about at that time, even though I didn't name her, I knew who she was because I was keeping her uh, identity private, was Amy. And that's not her real name, but I only told you about Amy because that's all I knew. And it was about four days after the um, reunion show had filmed. The reunion show filmed Friday, November 4th. I posted on November 10th for the first time about Amy. So that would have been the following Thursday. Okay. So after I posted about that, Beth read my site, came to me and said, Steve, I've got more to share with you. And that's when she shared with me her conversation with Amy. And we went from there. And then on the 16th is when I posted that. So anytime I posted the uh, DM conversation between Amy and Beth. So anytime from the time Beth contacted me a month ago, I could have put her on the podcast. I could have had her on, but I laid it all out there and I was like, this is it. I know it to be true. I don't know what Aaron's going to do. The reason why we're talking about this today and the reason why she's a guest is because Aaron went on almost famous and told a bunch of lies. So that's why she's on today. If Aaron ever goes on the podcast, she's not a guest this week and she's all batch is my guest this week, but it got pushed back a week and she's all batch is going to be the podcast guest uh, next week. So, this isn't sort of, this isn't anything like, I, I won't let this go. This is something to where the guy literally called out my reporting and called her out and discredited my main source, Beth. So, of course, I'm going to put Beth on. Beth wanted to come on once she knew that Aaron was going on that podcast. We're going to talk about a lot of things. You know, she mentioned in the DM exchange with Amy that they uh, raised a dog together. What does that mean? What do you mean she raised a dog with him? We'll talk about that and provide pictures. We talk about why it ended twice with him. Um, we definitely talk about something he brought up on the podcast on Almost Famous where he said that Beth called him a homophobic slur at a bar. Uh, the, the way we dissect that and totally flip that story around that was one of his biggest lies he told on the podcast yesterday. So you'll hear about that. We will be including, like I said, I will be including pictures and screenshots to back things up that she says in the podcast, not just saying, hey, here's Beth. You got to believe her. No, we're going to provide examples and we're going to provide proof and we're going to provide evidence, something that Aaron did not do. He just went on Almost Famous and said, hey, this is what happened. Okay, great. Of course, you're going to defend yourself. But how do we know? You didn't provide anything. And I think one big thing you'll find out is when Aaron said yesterday on the podcast, this one really stuck out to me. He says that he doesn't reveal text messages because he thinks both parties need to be consenting for something to come out. Well, in this case, Aaron, the two parties involved are you and Beth. And Beth is literally saying on the podcast, coming out in a couple hours, hey, release our text. I don't have them on my phone anymore because my stuff deletes after 30 days, but you have them on your phone, assuming you don't have stuff that release, you know, deletes after 30 days. He's got them. He can release the texts, but he won't because his release of the texts, 
that Beth sent him will prove he lied on Almost Famous yesterday. She's literally saying on the podcast, go ahead and release them. Not like, oh, I, you know, my, my texts are gone. Sorry, I can't provide that. No, she's like, yeah, they're gone on my phone, but he still got them. And if he releases them, you'll exactly see how much he lied on Almost Famous podcast. So there's that. And, you know, one thing, <laughs> one thing that's kind of always driven me nuts, and I say it at the beginning of the podcast, is I, this cliche that people just love to throw out there. And, you know, Ben even said it on the podcast yesterday. Ben Higgins was like, you know, there's three sides to every story. His side, her side, and the truth is somewhere in the middle. It's like, no, that's not like some universal answer. You're making it seem like every single story that you ever hear, there's three sides to it. No, that's not the case. The bottom line is, if you take that for this particular situation, he said, Aaron, on the podcast yesterday, that Beth called him a homophobic slur. Absolutely 100% not true. So there is no, he said it, and then there's her side, and then there's no, you know something in the middle. No, that's not what happened. She never called him that, period, end of story. So... I hate that phrase. I abs- it absolutely drives me nuts. It's lazy to say that. It's a case-by-case basis. It's a situation-by-situation basis for you to say something like that. I mean, there are stories out there, sure, where you hear two people arguing about something, you know, Victoria and Greg and, you know, that whole Johnny situation. By all means, there's probably stuff on both sides where it's like, okay, she said this and he said this, but they're leaving out details or something in the middle. No, for this particular situation, it is flat out he accused Beth of calling him a homophobic slur that absolutely did not happen. And it'll be proven when you hear what she says and what she has um, to back it up. Well, <laughs> she doesn't have the proof to back it up because her texts are gone. But if Aaron released his text, you would clearly see that she didn't do that to him. And if she did do that to him again, his reaction on the podcast yesterday was basically why would I even want to deal with this woman? Look at look at what look at her credibility. What kind of person she is? She calls me those names. It's like, okay, yeah, dude. Then why were you sleeping with her? You know, less than a month later. It's like clearly you weren't bothered by it. It's just there were so many lies yesterday on that podcast. It's just like, okay, I'm I almost lost track of how many how many lies and how many fallacies he told. It's uh, it was ridiculous. But anyway, you're gonna hear all that stuff on the podcast. It's it's really good. And like I said, it's just a way to lay it out there of, hey, Aaron had his say yesterday. Obviously, Beth, myself, don't agree with pretty much 90% of it. Um, But it's like, okay, you might believe it because you want to believe Aaron or whatever. Here is now Beth's side, who came out because she knew that Aaron's fallacies that he told on that podcast painted her in a bad light. So of course you're going to defend yourself. And myself, of course, when my reporting gets called into question, which is what Aaron is doing by saying the things that he did yesterday, of course, I'm going to bring her on. I'm going to defend myself because I vetted this out. This is not made up. <laughs> like I said, at the very beginning, I could have easily just been like, oh man, what a liar he is. Just told a bunch of lies on that podcast. You've been like, great, but how do we know? Well, well here's your answer. Here's the woman that he was lying about. And here are her stories and examples that she has to prove his lies. So it's a good one. I I hope you all enjoy it. It's about an hour long. So I hope you take the time and actually listen. And the other thing I want to point out in regards to what I will be providing on the website, realitysteve.com, the screenshots and the pictures, please don't just limit your exposure to this story to just the pictures and the screenshots because they're not like 
totally incriminating in terms of if you just look at those and looking for like tea or spice or whatever about it, it's like, no, all these pictures and screenshots do is back up what she says verbally in the podcast. That's all she provided was, and that's all I asked her to provide. Like, look, she can say it over the phone, just like Aaron said it over the phone on the podcast. But she at least backs up what she says with proof of things that he wrote her, things that she wrote him, pictures of her, uh, pictures of him um, with her dog, you know, you know, proof that she he helped raise the dog. It's like, come on. And that's why. So don't just look at the pictures and screenshots and be like, what's this? This doesn't prove anything. It, it does. It actually proves a lot, and it backs up her story. And that's why I'm providing it as well. But you have to go to two different places. Listen to the podcast, and then go to the site to look at the stuff to show what she's saying on the podcast was not a lie. So moving on, yesterday we had talked about F-Boy Island had gotten, or maybe it was the day before, got canceled at HBO Max after two seasons because pretty much cost-cutting moves. HBO had to delete a lot of their library, and I guess they're just not doing a lot of reality shows anymore. However, I mentioned that this seems to be a show that could be easily picked up by another streaming service. But I don't know what the other streaming services budget is or if they can add in any more reality shows. We just don't know. But yesterday on her Instagram story, the host of F-Boy Island, Nikki Glazer, posted, you know, someone she was responding to someone's comment like, no, I can't believe they're taking my favorite show away. And Nikki posted that. Don't worry, we're going to find a new home for it. Now, I don't know if that was just wishful thinking on Nikki's part, but it sounds like they are not completely shutting the door on at least trying. And it's not like they're taking their cancellation and being like, oh, we're done. The fact that she said that makes me seem like they makes it seem like they are definitely going to try to get it on one of the other streaming platforms, which is good because it definitely looks like it's a show that deserves to be on another platform just because HBO Max doesn't want it. I mean, you can't tell me you can't see F boy Island on Netflix or Hulu. I could totally see it on one of those streaming services. So let's keep our fingers crossed. And hopefully F boy Island is not done for good. I want to thank everybody yesterday for the amount of emails and messages I got in regards to the questions I had about the amazing race finale. It seems like the biggest thing that changed with the show because of COVID is the fact that they no longer take separate planes and you have to book your own flights and get on because that seemed to be one of the biggest issues is getting that last second ticket and stuff like that. And, you know, people would be behind. Now every team goes on the same flight. So that really seems to change the whole fabric of the game, right? Just seems like a different game now if that's the case. Um, no cabs anymore. It's a lot of self-driving. Uh, you are allowed to ask locals uh, before directions and whatnot. But one of the interesting things that was told to me was the fact that when you ask somebody on the street for directions or whatever, that person has to sign a release to be on television. So if you go up to somebody and they're like, no, 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 I don't want to be on TV. Forget, you know, go away. It's like time wasted in terms of getting to your next location. So I found that to be interesting. I just assumed, I mean, I know that people have to sign waivers once to be on TV. I just assume most people that get asked would want to. And how many people are they running into that are saying, no, 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 I don't want to be on TV. So I thought that was an interesting side note about that show. And again, it's very chaotic for me. It's the cameras are too bouncy for me. 
I'm getting too dizzy watching the show, but I see the appeal. I know it's won a lot of awards for the longest time. It was the best reality show on television in terms of Emmys. They just racked up Emmys for their show. Uh, so I, I do appreciate its success. It's just not a show that I could watch for a whole season. Um, if somebody I knew was on it, for sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd weathered through it. But with so many other shows that I watch, it's just not something that I have to get through. So I, But I appreciate all the emails yesterday because you really informed me on how things have worked post-COVID. And it, it does seem like it's a different show. Is it better because of this? Or do, you, do you like it better post-COVID or do you like it before? It seems like it would have been more challenging pre-COVID just because these people had to book their own flights. And that would cause you to, if somebody booked a flight and you did it and you had, and you had a flight an hour later, well, shit, you were an hour behind them. Now everyone's going on the same flight. So where's the advantages? Is, is it just the other team? Like I know that the team that finishes first gets to get a head start, but now that they're all on the charter plane, does, does the team that finished first the week before get like a 15 minute head start or a, a minutes wise head start? Is that how it is since they're all on the same plane now? I, I, I got to believe that's what it is because finishing first, then if they all, get to the next location on the same chartered flight and they all take off at the same time. Well, what did finishing first the episode before get you? Sounds like nothing. So I'm assuming that you get a time head start, but if someone wants to fill me in. You can, but I think I'm pretty much right on that one. Um, and then finally wrapping up here with NFL football, we had Monday night football and then the new week, this is week, um, four, yeah, week 14 of the NFL season was started last night, Thursday night football. Do you realize that Monday night's game and last night's game, Monday night's game was um, New Orleans at Tampa, last night's game was Vegas at the Rams, and it was literally the same exact ending to both games? Both games, the home team was losing 16-3 to with four, less than four minutes left, and they came back to win on the second-to-last play of the game by scoring two touchdowns in the final four minutes, including the final touchdown in the last 10 seconds, and both games finished a 17-16 final for the home team. Now, while the Saints really choked on Thursday, giving up two touchdowns to Tom Brady in the last four minutes, it was Tom Brady, so okay, you can understand. Tom Brady's at home. He gets a little momentum. New Orleans doesn't know what to do. They get their two touchdowns in the final four minutes. Last night, the Las Vegas Raiders were up 16-10 to 10 with a minute and a half left in the game. Minute th- or Excuse me, minute 45 left in the game, I believe. And they had just punted, and the Rams were on their own two-yard line. The Rams also had no timeouts on their own two, down six, so they didn't need to get in field goal range. They needed to go 98 yards. And the other thing is the quarterback that was on the Rams, Baker Mayfield, was literally signed to the team on Tuesday night. He got to L.A. on Tuesday night. And about 12 things had to go wrong for the Raiders to give up a 98-yard drive with no timeouts to a quarterback that had been on the team for two days. And they all did. Baker Mayfield threw a pick. Oh, by the way, defensive holding. Baker Mayfield got sacked. Oh, by the way, after the sack, personal foul unsportsmanlike conduct at 15 yards. I mean, everything they could have gone wrong. Baker Mayfield throws up a jump ball. The Raider guy and the and the Rams wide receiver both fighting for it. The Rams wide receiver ends up with it. Like, 
Everything that could have gone wrong in the final 95 seconds for the Raiders did. You deserve to lose that game if you can't stop a quarterback who's been on the team for two days to go 98 yards on you with no timeouts and less than two minutes. Like, that's embarrassing. You suck, Raiders. You really do. Like, <laughs> Oh, by the way, that's also the fourth double-digit loss, double-digit lead that the Raiders lost in a game this year. Four times they've had at least a 13-point lead in a game in the second half and lost the game outright. I mean, not much else you could say about that. But to see those two games the exact play out the exact same way within four days of each other, you're not going to see that too often. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Uh, podcast number 316 is going to be up in a couple hours with Beth. I want you to be objective. I want you to, you know, hopefully you listened to, and I'm not, you know, like I said, I, I didn't really think that Ben and Ashley held his feet to the fire enough when they interviewed him, but I hope you at least listened to it. And so you listen to what he said yesterday, and then you listen to what Beth says today and make come to your own conclusion on who you actually think is telling uh, the truth in regards to their relationship and all the things that happened in it. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you soon. See you.